to the danger. How's it going? This is the Danger Hour, and I am your fancy pants host, Jamesy Poo. Aw. And today happens to be Friday. Oh, boy. That's right. I'm home alone, sitting in a dark room, talking to myself. What a great Friday. James, you're never alone, buddy. I'm here with you. Oh, great. Fantastic. Well, actually, I'm not alone. Uh, I have other living beings in the house with me. And speaking of which, there's a new living being. That's right. We have a new member to our pack. Look at that. Who would have thought? Not this podcaster. Yeah, so last episode, I told you that our uh, beautiful Black Dahlia gave birth to three glorious puppies, none of which had pee-pee tails. That's right. All females. So <laughs> that did not make me happy or the wife because we were planning and hoping for at least one male and uh, we could complete our little saga here. But that did not happen. So we happened to find someone that was selling some males. So I picked one up. That's right. So James, did you go to like a reputable breeder? So was, it, was it very expensive, James? Let me guess. Is it like top of the line pedigree, James? Dog show winner quality, James? Uh, not not quite. James, I mean, you would, what would you do? Like buy him in the back alley or something? Uh, I'd say in between those two. James, what, what, what did you do? Oh, God. All right. Craigslist? Oh, oh, my God, James. Don't tell me. You went to one of those. Backyard breeders, James, located in the meth capital of the world, San Bernardino County. No, no, I didn't go there. I actually went to Canoga Park. Very fancy. You know, I've never been to Canoga Park, but it sounds fancy. <laughs> Where do you live? I live in Canoga Park. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My uh, my cousin Dominic. Who? He's also in the market for a miniature Schnauzer. He's actually the one I, I knew first that had two of them, a male and a female. Everyone I know that has miniature schnauzers has a male and a female. And I asked him before I got this male. I said, hey, man, uh, so we got all these girls. Would you recommend just keeping one of the girls? I'm like, I wanted a, me and the wife wanted a male. But what do you think? And he says, uh, yeah, you know, I, well, I mean, do what you want. But uh, I, I, would, I would get a male if I was you. I mean, my male, he was, he was real smart. He was uh, smarter than the girl was. And I know what you I know what you're thinking. Yeah, and you're right. Males are smarter than females. Everybody knows it. The animal community as well as humans. It goes without saying. You know what it is? It's the emotions. The emotions get in the way. You hear that, ladies? That's something you have to work on. So find help and work through it. Anyway, so yeah, we decided, yeah, you know what? I do we do want a male. Just like we got the boy and the girl, real life humans. I would like to have a boy and a girl dog. There's a nice dynamic there. Opposites and all that shit. 
so uh well, yeah we picked them up <laughs> from a craigslist person which was weird but he was very uh cooperative sent us all the photos and all the information that we wanted then he you know it's it's funny because uh it's an hour drive from me canoga park so i'm like please tell me this fucking guy's like i'm not gonna go way out there and then he's gonna be like oh sorry <laughs> it's taken but uh yeah it was kind of sketchy he was like uh he texted me uh so text me right away i'm like okay and it's like all right i'm on my way he goes okay what's your what's your estimated time i'm like one hour okay okay text me when you're 10 minutes away i was like well i already told you i'd be there in an hour i didn't text him this but i'm thinking like, what the fuck dude and so like you know 10 minutes before all right 10 minutes 10 minutes away i didn't hear anything i'm like oh god please please and then uh i get a message back all right great so then i show up in the little shopping center he wants to meet at which is smart i wouldn't meet anyone at my house you know hey come to my place <laughs> invade my space so we, I, uh, I stopped at this uh, shopping center and I'm, and he goes, he, he texts me, there's a 7-Eleven nearby. Don't park there. <laughs> park away from there. I'm like, okay, this is getting pretty weird. So uh, it's me and the daughter and I park on the other end of the parking lot just waiting. And I'm like, I wonder if this fucker's like watching us, you know, like just kind of like scoping us out from, you know, with a binocular somewhere else. And I text, and then we when we get there, there's an, there's an Asian guy sitting in a car on his phone. I'm like, is this the guy? You know, is he is he texting me? He's like, no, I think he's just playing a game. And I look across, and there's this chick just sitting in a car. I'm like, what are the odds that all these people in this parking lot are just hanging out in their cars? And then the daughter's like, this is weird. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. And then the guy's finally like, uh, oh, I'll be there in two minutes. And I was like, okay. He shows up, seemed nice enough. We made the we made the exchange. And uh, everybody was happy. And he's a he's a gorgeous fucking dog. He is beautiful. But anyway, so I'm home alone and he's, I put him in his little crate in the next room. So I don't know how long I can do this. I mean, he's probably hearing me right now talking. So if you start hearing some whining and shit, then I'm going to have to run. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't even know if I can finish this podcast. Hope for the best. But anyway. James? Yes? Aren't you going to tell us what, what you named him, James? <laughs> Well, that's a little bit of a controversy. See, uh, I've always liked the name Jack. I actually wanted to name my son Jack. And the wife was totally against it. Now, they're going to call him Jackass. And they're going to call him Jackoff. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's, those are good points. <laughs> and so uh, when, when we decided to get a little mail, I told her, well, here comes my Jack. Finally, it's happening. And then I brought him home calling him Jack and it just seems kind of weird doesn't didn't kind of seem right and then the wife we started thinking of all these names and I'm like should I just call him Jacks that's like a little bit cooler a little tr- like a little twist and uh, she kind of liked that and then she's like she just started calling him Gary for some fucking reason as a joke you ever see that video where uh it's a it's on YouTube it's like what if you lived with Jigsaw as a roommate and it starts off like one guy's like, hey, man, so how's it, how's it having Jigsaw as a roommate? And he goes, eh, it's a lot less fun than you'd think. And then it shows, it shows fucking he goes in the bathroom and Jigsaw sitting on the kitchen sink or the bathroom sink. And he goes, he goes, let's play. A, I want to play a game. And he's like, well, uh, I want to take a shower. Your electronic devices are sitting on the floor. The toilet is filled with uh, whatever the fuck it is, toilet paper and, and uh, used socks. 
<laughs> he goes, uh, if you have 27 seconds or the toilet water will, f- will flood all over your devices, but the floor is covered in razor blades, what do you do? <laughs> anyway, get Gary, Gary, Gary. Uh, so she starts calling him Gary. And then, I, you know, we all start calling him Gary just as a joke. And I'm like, it's funny, but do I want a dog with a fucking goofy name? So I'm calling him Gary. And then I was like, you know what? I guess I guess his, I guess he's Gary. But uh, after like a couple of days, I'm like, yeah, I can't do it. So he's Jack. The first dog is Dahlia, Black Dahlia. So now he's Jack the Ripper. We got to go with the same theme. And together with their powers combined, they're Blackjack. Oh, you can't make this stuff up, folks. That's pretty lame, James. All right. Well, go fuck yourself. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? So speaking of opposites. Oh, my God, James. You really are the Segway King. I know. <laughs> Maybe I'm born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Oh, God. All right. Um, <laughs> so I talked about opposites, the male, the female. Oh, and they really are opposite. You know that? The fucking dog, like the female is so, she's so scared around him. The little puppy makes her nervous. If she if he's following her, she'll be running away from him. It's like, dude, fucking, you're four times bigger, dude. Big puss. She's so nervous and cautious about everything, and he's like, go with the flow, doesn't give a fuck. Like, when we first got her, everything scared her. Any sound, anything, she didn't know what it was, it scared her. She ran away. He's just like, doesn't give a shit about anything. Super chill. So they really are opposite. And... I was thinking about this whole thing, opposite the track, right? It's got to be it's got to be true, right? Like the wife and I. We're pretty fucking opposite. I don't know if I ever mentioned it when we went on our trip to uh San Luis Obispo, or we took a whole trip to uh where did we stop first? Napa, and then we came down and then stopped at uh San Luis Obispo on the way home. But we're walking around and this is during the COVID bullshit. Um kind of like not really at the heart of it because they still had dining and shit. Well, the dining was outside only. But they have that San Luis Obispo, uh, that mission. And so I'd never been to that city at all. So this, everything was new to me. So we walked to the mission and it's like closed due to COVID. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I've never been here. I wanted to go check it out. Everyone's wearing fucking masks. Just like, you know, let us walk around. Jesus. And so we start walking around the mission and we walk in the backside not sure if I brought this up before. So uh, if I did, I'm sorry. And the back end, like someone's, there's like a crew of construction guys working on, on this other separate room from the mission, but it's in the same property and the back gate is wide open. And I go, hey, let's go in there and, and snoop around. And she's like, oh my God, no, we can't go in there. I'm like, there's no sign saying don't come in. Let's just walk in. The worst that can happen is they'll ask us to leave. Then we'll leave. I don't want to. I'm scared. Why? What's to be scared about? Let's just walk right in. So <laughs> she finally agreed and came with me. And we're walking around this like little courtyard of the mission. And it's fucking gorgeous, man. It's all peaceful. There's no one around. And you walk in this whole garden area. And over, over the head, they have like this, um, uh, what do you call it, dude? Ugh, I wish I wasn't so dumb. It's like a bunch of grapevines hanging from like this, uh, these wooden slats across the, like the covered patio style bullshit. And there's little benches and there's a, like a fountain and blah, blah, blah. Really nice courtyard. And we just sit there and we're hanging out and it's very peaceful. A lot of fruit trees and, uh, it's just beautiful. 
The weather was perfect. Everything was just so lovely. And then some dude comes out, like one of the working guys. And then he walks by, kind of glances at us, doesn't say anything, doesn't give a shit. I mean, we're not, we're not up to no good. We're not stealing things. <laughs> just walking around, checking the place out, reading the little uh, things they got there, describing like the bells and all that shit. And uh, I was like, oh, look, see, where's your spirit of adventure? <sighs> so she's like the opposite, like, oh, no, 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 we can't. Or it's, it's against the rules. It, no, we, we, we can't go. We can't be here. It's like, well, why? let's just come on. Let's just go. Like I said, the worst thing can say is, can you please leave? All right, sure. No problem. Bye. Are you with your opposite? Hmm? Do you compliment each other? Hmm? <laughs> uh, or are you both pieces of shit? Nah. Eh. Who am I to judge? Anyway, so speaking of relationships. Oh, my God, James. You're on a roll. Uh, you know what they said? That this whole COVID thing, this one year of quarantine, they said that if you, okay, if you're with, uh, you know, wife or girlfriend or whoever, and you're living together. That this last year of quarantine is equal to four regular years. <laughs> That's right. This was, a, this was a bachelor's degree in relationships. Have you gotten your degree or are you going to drop out? Are you going to drop out of school? Leave this chick or guy? <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. I'm thinking about it. No, you're not, James. You're stronger than ever. How do you know that? I can see the twinkling eye, James. Well, that's actually because um, I've been getting quite a few interested lady callers, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh. No, you're not, James. Uh, actually, do you remember I told you about the Asian chick that uh, was <laughs> wanted to see my eye, or loved my eyes and wanted to see my face? Remember all that shit? Dude, it's happened again. Oh, my God, James. Why do the Asians love you? Actually, it's not an Asian this time. Whoa, shocking turn of events. Crazy left turn, everybody. So I ran into another chick, but this time she was a Mexican woman. And uh, I was uh, doing whatever I had to do to help her for my job. Let's just say I'm a police officer. And so I helped her and she was very, very satisfied. <laughs> I doubt that, James. All right. Uh, no, so after uh, I was done with what I was doing, I was saying my goodbyes and she goes, Hey, um. I like your eyes. <laughs> and then, of course, it makes me think of the other Asian chick that told me the same thing. So I start laughing and I'm like, oh, uh, thank you. And she was like, what? Um, what? Where are you from? What are you? And I said, oh, uh, well, my grandfather from Sonora. And she goes, oh, oh, really? And I said, my grandmother is Italian. Oh, Italian. Oh, I've had one of those. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he was very good. He was very good. You um, you are uh, very, very handsome. I was like, oh, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. What's with all these horny chicks, dude? They're so forward. I mean, I'm not putting out some kind of mojo, am I? Maybe I should take more showers. Maybe like my the cheese between my, my balls and my legs. Is that giving out some kind of like pheromone aroma that's like really turning these girls on? I don't know what it is. I don't get it. But if it keeps happening, I'm out the door. I'm going. I'll get the Asian chick and the Mexican chick, the ones that like my eyeballs. One for each eyeball. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's, he's whining. I knew this was going to happen. I knew I wouldn't make it. What, 15 minutes in? I'm going to go bring him in this room and see if he'll shut the hell up. Hold on. Time out. All right, I'm back. Boy, 
Man, it's like having a newborn baby all over again. Ugh, this stage is not fun. I always got to take him out to piss and shit. You know, this is why I got him right now, because we have the other puppies right now. So it's like someone someone told me, like, why would you do that? Why would you get this other dog, this other little puppy? He's uh like uh, 10 weeks now. Why would you get him if you have three other puppies? It's like, because I just want to get it all over with. I don't want to wait for these other little puppies to grow up, and then, and then we can get rid of them. And then start all over again and get another puppy. It's like, uh, let's just do it all. Let's just shovel the shit and make a bigger pile all at once. Have uh, Just have all the puppies together. It's going to be sucky for a couple months, but then uh, we'll be, it'll be over. <laughs> right? You power through it, man. You don't drag this shit out and make it last even longer than it needs to be. No, sir. I made an executive decision, and I feel that it was a correct one. We'll, we'll see if it blows up in my face. But so far, so good. Uh, all right, so... Speaking of shit, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, <clears throat> working on the potty training thing right now, but uh, allegedly, when I was at work, my daughter said that uh, he shit in the house, but <laughs> but we it's like the only time he did it, but we have uh, that, uh, what do you call it, dude, that linoleum, like hardwood floor bullshit, so he could just clean it right up, no big deal, but anyway, so speaking of shit, oh boy, James! You, you sneaky little devil. I know. Oh, I know. And now it's time for talking shit. <laughs> oh, man. Wait till you hear this one. This one is like semi-traumatizing. So my boy had a baseball uh, two-game doubleheader last weekend, and it was in Long Beach. Compton and Long Beach together. Now you know you're in trouble. So I took him, just me and him, because, you know, we have the puppies and the wife had to stay behind, hold down the fort. So uh, just me and him, we took off. So drove all the way to Long Beach, getting off. It's in this park, sketchy ass park. As soon as we pulled up, a lot of, uh, a lot of activity going on in this park. A lot of uh, unsavory characters, if you will. So as soon as we're, we're driving in the parking lot, I start getting like that that hurt stomach feeling. I'm like, Oh no. And so I got to take a shit. And I'm telling, I tell the boy, I'm like, Oh man, I have to go to the bathroom soon. You do. Oh, okay. Oh man. And so we don't know what, which field he's at. And this, this park is huge. And so, uh, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just park here and we can walk around. So I parked the truck, get out. He's like, there's a bathroom over there. I was like, all right. And I'm already thinking, great. What the hell does this park's bathroom look like? But I got, I'm out of options. Like, what am I going to do? He's got to be here now, and I got to go now. And so I was like, all right, let's go. We walk to the bathroom, and it's like that normal park bathroom that's all like concrete block. I walk in, and there's there's a little stall. There's two, there's two urinals, a little stall, and the handicap stall. Of course, you know which one I picked. I went to the very last one <laughs> to get out of the way against the corner back, back wall. And... I walk in and there's absolutely no lock at all on the door of either ones. I'm like, oh shit, dude, are you kidding me? And I tell my boy, I'm like, look, man, you got to stand here. All right. And guard this thing. He's like, I'll just leave my backpack there. I'm like, no, because the door goes in and out easily. There's, there's nothing stopping it at all. I go, no, you got to stand there and like, just stand guard. And uh, I'll go, if your bad bag's there, someone can just walk in and just, or even a kid or whatever, like just, uh, just stand here. He's like, okay. And, and so, he stands there. I walk in. I put some toilet paper down on the bowl. 
I sit down. I'm like, it's kind of like painful and taking longer than I want it to be. It's like, come on, let's get done. I want to get out of here. And of course, somebody walks in. I'm like, God damn it. And they're using the urinal and they wash their hands and they leave. I'm like, sweet. But immediately after that, someone else walks in and they go into the stall next to me. And they had to walk right past my son who's standing guard. And they come in the stall next to me and he's got some ratty ass shoes. And I can tell right away by his shoes and his dirty pants, like, oh, this guy is pretty sketchy. You can tell right away. And so he immediately sits down to take a shit. And then he gets up like after a minute and starts to pee, stand forward and starts to like to go pee. And I'm like, all right. And then while he's in there, the freaking like my son kind of bumps the door and it opens. And then he instinctively turns like, oh, no, what's going on? And we lock eyes and then he turns his head right away and he goes, I didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing. I'm like, all right, it's fine. Just hold the door. And, uh, and so I'm kind of laughing like, oh, my God. And so the dude, after he's done pissing, what looks like, he turns like sideways now. And I hear him forging through like a, a Ziploc baggie. And I'm like, oh, don't tell me. And meanwhile, like my shit's coming out. I'm, I'm like, all right, relieving. Quiet. You're OK. You're fine. And so. I start to clean myself up. I'm like, I'm not done. I know I'm not done, but I got to get the fuck out of here. This is uncomfortable. This guy's probably like going to shoot up right now. My son's standing here, guard, and right in front of this dude. I'm like, I just, I'm super uncomfortable. So I was like, you know, wipe, wipe, wipe. Got out. Like, let's go. Wash my hands. We're walking out. And then, uh, you know, he's like, what was he doing? I'm like, uh, I think he's probably doing drugs. Really? What? Like, what guy? What was he doing? I was like, I don't know. Uh, who knows? But. He's like, he brought a bag, a big bag in with him. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he looked kind of weird. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So I take, we find the field he needs to go to. And he's like, okay, oh, bye-bye. And he leaves. He's like 10 minutes late now, but there's, there's a lot of people just showing up. So no big deal. And as soon as he's walking away and he's joining his team, I'm like, oh shit, I got to go. And so I'm like, I'm not going back in there. And so I look up on my phone real quick. Now look, where are you going to go? In the times of COVID, most bathrooms are closed. Oh, out of, you know, bathrooms out of order, COVID, blah, 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 that bullshit. So I'm like, all right, Target is my best bet. It's clean. I'm sure they take care of the, the toilets and there's probably a lot of them. And so I'm like, all right, that's where I'm going. So I look up a Target. It's two and a half miles away. It's like, fuck it. I get in the truck and I'm hauling and I'm going and I'm, you know, it's, you know, the feeling, the closer you're getting, the more you got to go. And this target winds up being huge, like bigger than most normal targets. And so there's two entrances. So I'm figuring, okay, which side is the bathroom on? I have no clue. Sometimes it's on the right side, like next to a Starbucks and like a Pizza Hut bullshit. Sometimes it's on the left side. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to, you know, roll the dice and go with the right side. So I park the truck and I walk in. <laughs> there's no bathroom there. I'm like, fuck. Of course, it's all the way on the other side. And I'm walking, trying to keep my cool. I get all the way to the other side of the bathroom. I'm like, please, please, please let there be an open bathroom. Please let this be a smooth, smooth sailing. So I walk in and there's no one. There's, okay, the same shit as the park, dude. Two urinals, a little stall, and a handicap stall. Guess which one I picked? Goddamn right, the handicap stall. So I go in there, sit down. And as soon as I walk in, this fucking kid and his dad walk in after me. And I sit down right, right, right away and I'm doing my business. And then the kid, like he goes, uh, like they walk into the one next to me and the dad goes, oh, it's out of order. We have to wait your turn. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> now I'm like on the spot. Like, oh, great. Now they're totally focused on me waiting for me. 
It's like, I just got in here. God damn it. I hate the pressure. I don't like any of this. Don't like the situation. And so the dad keeps just saying it loud enough so he makes sure I can hear it. Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? You, okay, you, hold on. We just got to wait your turn. We're almost, we're going to be next. It's okay. And I'm like, oh, come on, dude. I get it. Shut the fuck up. And so after like a few minutes, the boy's like, let's just go. And he's like, you don't have to go that bad, do you? No, not really. I can wait. He's like, all right, let's go. I'm like, thank God. And he leaves with his dad, right? They, so they walk out. But guess what? Like not even a minute later, another kid and his dad walks in and they walk in and then all of a sudden I'm sitting there, I hear little footsteps and I see that little fucker look right through the crack of the bathroom door and he locks eyes with me. I'm just like, God damn it. And he's like, somebody's in there. And he's like, all right, well, he goes, do you want to go in the other one by yourself or do you want to wait for me so we can go together in the bigger one? And he's saying this loud so I can hear it too. Is this like a thing people do? And he's like, I want to wait for you, daddy. And he's like, okay, well, then we'll have to just wait because someone's in there. <sighs> I know, I know. I was crying inside too, just like that. Yeah, so uh, I'm done. I get out. And then it's like that awkward moment where they're just fucking looking at me as I walk out. And it's like, God, it's all, she's all yours. Thank you for patiently waiting and not making this awkward, you sons of bitches. Then I got back in my truck and I drove back to the field and then I had about a 15 minute wait before the game to start. But Jesus Christ, that was the, the first time I've ever had a situation like that taking him to a baseball game. It's never happened before. I've always been good the whole time. This one finally got me. It finally happened. Finally happened. I don't like it. I hate it. Oh God. And this has been Talking Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of my son, oh my God, James, you're incredible. Oh, stop it. But you're not wrong. <clears throat> yeah, my son, dude, he's a little sneaky bastard. He's a little uh, little sneak. I was taking a shit. Wow, wow, what's with me taking shits all the time? I was taking a shit at home one day. One, uh-oh, uh-oh. <clears throat> one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit having thrown them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was a good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. So they can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, while I was taking a shit, I heard my son sneaking through the hallway. I, I can just—I knew it was him sneaking. And I was like, all right. And then I hear a door open very softly. Trying, trying with his ninja skills, but not quite, not quite there yet. And so I'm like, Jacob, nothing, right? Jacob, nothing. Jacob, I know, you, I know you're there. Hello, hello. And like, he won't answer me. I'm like, this little fucker, because it's only him and I. I know, I know it's him. And then finally, what? I was like, what are you doing? Oh, what do you mean? What are you doing? Are you going in your sister's room? Are you trying to sneak snacks? Because she had uh, her birthday pass recently, and all she wanted was two of her friends to sleep over and and uh, my wife got him a bunch of snacks and shit, and she had him in a room. And he's like, I was going to ask you right now. I'm like, bullshit. Don't touch anything. Stay out of there. And I walk out, and that little fucker tried to sneak some Oreos. You believe this? Is this what happens? Is this how it starts? The lying? He's 11. He's almost a teenager in a couple years. Is this how it begins? Little, little, little white lies about cookies? And then what happens? Huh? Then what happens? Joins a gang? 
rapes women? I don't know. I just don't know. But I don't like it. I'm going to have to crack the whip. <sighs> oh, my God, this little guy. I'm holding him now, and he's freaking... I think he just farted. <laughs> I already took him out to the bathroom. Oh, oh, why can't I do a podcast in peace, little fella? Little Jackie boy. Yeah, dude, he's farting. I, I better take <laughs> see if he has to take a shit. I'll, I'll be back. All right, so the miracle of time travel. It's been like over an hour and 20 minutes of some shit. I was out there. He didn't take a shit. He just pissed and then I played with him and played with him for a long time. And he finally got tuckered out and he passed out. So I put him back in his little crate. So here, here we are. Here we go again. All right. Where did I leave off? I think my son being a sneak, a little sneaker. Speaking of sneakers, here we go again. That's right. This time, literal sneaker shoes. Have you guys heard about this satanic shoes? <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. So uh, this dude, Lil Nas, Lil Nas X. Is he that guy? Uh, gonna take this horse and down road. That's him, right? I guess he's gay. Uh, he wore a pink uh, cowboy outfit, so uh, I'll wager that. He sold Satan shoes? Yeah, this guy, man, I, I don't know what his deal is, but uh, I think it's pretty funny. He bought a bunch of Nike. Hold on. What are the what are the stupid shoes called? I forgot the actual model of the shoes. Who cares? He bought some Nikes and then he had them altered. Uh, I guess he made them black and then put let me, hold on. Let me let me get it. Let me get it straight here. Uh, two fluid ounces of red ink and one drop of human blood in each shoe. <laughs> And they're called Satan shoes, and it comes with a bronze pentagram hanging from the laces. Uh, pretty fucking crazy. He sold 666 shoes. 666. And he sold them for $1,018, and they all sold out in less than a minute. It's fucking nuts. Why did he sell them for $1,018, you might think? Uh, it's a Bible quote, Luke ten eighteen, which reads, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is this, this dude's like, a, is this a joke? Is he really a Satan worshiper? There's how many people that are that are all about it. They bought him. I don't know. But uh, Nike did not like it. Not one bit. So they started taking legal action. Uh, I think they have a restraining order and they, you know, a cease to start to stop selling the shoes. But I think he was only going to do 666 in the first place and they're all sold and shipped. So it's like too late. But I was thinking, is it illegal for you to buy shoes, customize them yourself and then sell them? Is that illegal? Like, you know how people, uh, will buy vans and then tag them up or you know spray paint them or whatever the fuck they do and then they resell them is that that's illegal i mean why <laughs> i don't get it i don't know this is this is interesting i mean if i bought a pair of jeans and bedazzled them or fucking tie dyed them or whatever and i sold them is that's i can do that right i don't i don't know how it works anyway I just thought that was pretty crazy. 
Shit, dude, I, maybe I should make some devil shoes. This guy's making some good money. Is the devil in high demand these days? I don't know. Speaking of the devil. Oh my God, James. Literally. I thought today being Friday, good Friday, I would, uh, I would talk to my old pal God. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, if you guys are uh, longtime listeners or not, but I have a relationship with the Almighty. That's right. He's been on the show multiple times. So I thought I'd reach out during this uh, religious weekend. That's right. Good Friday's today and Easter is on Sunday. So uh, I thought I would check in with, uh, with the Almighty and see what's a cooking. So hold on. Let me get a hold of him. Danger to God. Danger to God. Come in, God. Danger to God. Are you there, God? Hello, God? Are, are, are you there? Ah. I knew you'd show up. This is... Is it God? God! <laughs> Hello, James. Ah, it's good to see you again, my old friend. Well, I hope I'm not interrupting you with anything. I mean, were you busy? I mean, I was in the middle of doing something, but I've always got time for you, James. Oh, well, that means a lot. Thank you very much. This <laughs> is... Is it God? God! Oh, okay, got me again. I was actually in the middle of making a Jesus scarecrow. <laughs> a Jesus... Oh, because of the whole uh, crucify thing? <laughs> oh, it pisses him off every year, but I can't help myself. <laughs> well, that seems kind of mean. I mean, is, aren't you supposed to be all about uh, peace and love and all that stuff? Listen, James, you know more than everyone that you're supposed to treat your kids a little bit shitty to, uh, to toughen them up. Or am I wrong? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, sounds about right. Of course it's right. I am God. <laughs> okay, well. The reason I summoned you here is because I had a question. I mean, this being Good Friday and all. Uh-huh. Well, speaking of that, why is it called Good Friday if, if Jesus was tortured and killed? <laughs> that was my idea. Every chance I get, I like to bust his little balls. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is... Uh, God? God! <laughs> All right, James, so let's go to the chase. What do you want to know? Hit me. What do, what do you got? Well, because you and I have a good rapport, I thought it would be nice for my listeners. I mean, I'm sure they're curious about the whole Easter thing, like the real story. So would you mind uh, shedding some light on it and uh, telling listeners exactly what happened? Oh, yeah, sure. Let me just spill all my secrets of the universe. What, what else do you want to know? The secret of life? Huh? What else? Please, should I pull the curtain back and reveal the truth of what's going on here? Come on now. All right, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Forget it then. Forget I asked. I gotcha. <laughs> oh, man, come on. This is God. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so the first thing I got to tell you is that Jesus is black. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, and I'm talking super black, like Afro, Dashiki. I mean, he is from Africa. That makes sense. And actually, his name isn't Jesus. It's J-Sus. What? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Praise J-Sus. Anyway, so here's what, here's what happened, all right? The whole thing started off as a really, really terrible April Fool's prank. <laughs> okay. No, uh, just hear me out, hear me out. So, uh, I, you know, I hired these guys to, uh, to kill J-Sus. <laughs> it, was a, it was a pretty good one. And I meant to get him out of there pretty quickly, but me and the Angels were having a really good ping-pong tournament, and uh, I kind of got mixed up in the whole thing. Now, look, time, time passes differently in heaven than it does on Earth, so uh, next thing I know, after another heated match of ping-pong, I realize, oh, it's been three days. <laughs> I, better, I better get him out of there. 
And uh, he, he wasn't too happy with me. So, so that, that's, that's the story. <laughs> that's what happened? After all this time, are you sure you want people to know the real story of Easter? Ah, no one listens to this show. <laughs> Fair enough. No, no, Jesus, you're putting too much straw in the arms. You're not that muscular enough. I'll be right there. Just leave it alone. Don't touch it. Well, all right. It looks like I got I to gotta get going now, right? Yeah, sure. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time. Um, thank you. This is God! Hey, James. Yeah? Stay dangerous. All right, there you have it. You have your answer. Uh, a little surprising, but, uh, but not really. All right, now we should jump into some stranger danger. People are strange when you're a stranger. All right, thank you, Jim Morrison. That was lovely. All right, stranger danger is just when I get to throw a bunch of non-related stories together because they're just strange. Hmm. Okay, here's the first one. Uh, oh boy, man. There's a in India, cockfighting is alive and well. Who knew? I thought that was a Mexican thing. Well, I guess another brown skin. Pretty much the same. Uh, so <laughs> they both eat rice. Ow! So uh, <laughs> this dude had his cock in the ring. Oh my God, James. A cock ring? Yeah, a cock in a ring. Cock ring, I'll go with it. He had his cock in the ring and uh, he had a three inch blade strapped to his foot. And this guy was handling him, putting him, putting his cock in the ring. And something spooked the cock. And the cock freaked out and fucking slash this guy's groin and his femoral artery. That's one of the major ones. Cut that shit right open, and this guy bled out super fast and died. Death by cock! Oh my god, James! Sounds like a good way to go. Oh yeah, you'd like that. James, what are you, what are you, what are you implying? Nothing. Yeah, so uh, death by cock. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? This guy was minding his own business. Just wanting his cock to fight another cock, trying to make some money, trying to have a good time. And look, it ends in death. <sighs> what a shame. Oh, well. Thank you. Come again. Uh, that was tasteless. Okay, moving right along. Next one we got. A lot of, lot of death, deathly kind of stuff on this uh, Stranger Danger. All right, so next up. Oh, Metalhead from Florida. I'm not sure. I hope this story is true. It's kind of out there, but I want it to be true, even though it's pretty fucking twisted. So this metalhead, he has he had an uncle, his uncle Philip. <laughs> Every time I hear that name, I think of Braveheart. Philip was uh, the prince's gay lover, and he'd be like, "I declare, or what do you say? I proclaim Philip High Counselor. Is he qualified? I'm skilled in military tactics and art of war. Well, tell me, what would you, what advice would you give on the current situation?" And he throws him out the window. Oh, my dad always fucking quotes that line. And we started laughing. But anyway, so Philip, he died about 20 years ago. And his, uh, his, his rib cage and spine and pelvis was used in some kind of a, a university in Greece as a, like a science class type deal. And they retired them. And I guess, I don't know how this guy got them. I guess Greece doesn't do any cremation or nothing. So he's like, I'll take them. This fucking guy, he took his uncle's bones and he made a guitar out of them <laughs> and i guess the the uh, uncle was a big metal head too so this guy's like well, fuck i'll make his bones into a guitar and he'll just like you know live on in the, like the most metal way possible it's pretty fucking creepy looking as you'd ex expect uh but it's actually kind of cool 
on some level. <laughs> he looks like a douche, though. But he's a Florida guy, so what do you expect? Uh, I mean, what would you want your body to be used for? Um, James, when I die, I'd like my body to be to be transformed into a sex doll. Hello, J- James, is, is this thing on? Uh, <laughs> let's just move right along. This one's fucked up. So uh, there's a, a, there was a young girl from El Salvador who's 22 years old. And she was uh, like a really like a top surfer, right? And she was uh, deciding to go into the Tokyo Olympics. And so she was training and uh, decided to go out in the ocean and do some swimming. It was a clear day. And suddenly the weather changed and a fucking bolt of lightning came down and killed her. Now, apparently, apparently, the lightning came from like miles away. <laughs> it's not even overhead. It like traveled sideways and fucking nailed her. You believe that? And she's dead. And by this picture I'm looking at, she was kind of hot. That's fucked up. Why couldn't it strike some ugly chick? That's bullshit. Yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> it says, uh, this, this story says that. Now that was in El Salvador. It says here in the U.S. that Florida is the is the lightning capital of the U.S. Uh, Two hundred twenty eight lightning events happen each year, and it says every year forty nine people are killed by lightning strikes. That's crazy, dude. That is that is literally. I mean, I spoke to God a little bit a little while ago, but that's literally like God taking you out. A bolt of lightning coming out of nowhere. All right, you're done, dead. Fucking nuts, dude. That's the craziest fucking way you can die. Craziest way. Can you think of a crazier way than a bolt of lightning traveling sideways for 10 miles? Kills you. (laughs) Fucking A. Oh, man. All right, next strange story. So, uh, one day, my kid was uh, having a baseball game and I was, you know, out there watching and couple of the dads were hanging out and we all started talking and one of the dads was like hey have you guys seen have you guys seen a documentary about uh las vegas the underground tunnels and i'm like nope never heard of it he's like yeah man it's like the mole people he's like there's hundreds of people living underneath las vegas i was like what are you talking about he's like yeah they got storm drains and uh or storm tunnels whatever you call them and people live down there and so i looked it up dude it's fucking crazy there's a big-ass homeless society living underground in Vegas. These guys go down with cameras. And there's quite a few videos. I didn't watch a whole lot of them, but I saw a few. And these guys go down, and they just, like, interview people. They give them cash. Like, hey, do you mind if I talk to you? And they have, like, their whole little setup. And these people just live down there. And it's, like, in the dark. It's fucking nuts. And this one couple... Like they were from like the chick was from Hawaii. The guy was living there too, and they were together. And uh, he said that he pretty much got caught with drugs. And in Hawaii, the laws are real strict with whatever drug he had. So as soon as he got popped, he he bailed out and he told his woman like, "Hey, I'm out of here. Like I'm not going to jail." He's like, "Are you coming with me? We're leaving now." And so she's like, "All right." And they came over. They had no money. I think they started fucking losing. Or they whatever money they had, they lost it gambling. And they just went underground and that's where they live. And the chick like cleaned it up really well. It looks like a real apartment down there. <laughs> they have their own 
like bathroom and shower area, a little bed or a big bed for them, like a living room area. It's fucking crazy. And everything is like on little platforms because the water comes through. <laughs> and there's like the, the heroin district. There's the, the uh, what's the other one? The meth side. It's fucking nuts. It's nuts. If you never heard of it, check it out. Watch some YouTube videos. It's insane. All right. And the last, last story I have a stranger danger. It's an email sent to me by uh, my buddy Eric. Shout out to Eric. So he sent me an email with only, the only thing the email had was this link. It didn't say anything. (laughs) So I clicked on it and here's what it says. One Florida man found himself in a pickle. Well, actually, he was arrested for masturbating on private property, which included inserting a pickle. (laughs) The arresting officer was at the time responding to reports of a suspicious person. He ultimately found a guy, on private premises, lying flat on his back, no pants or undergarments on his bottom half. According to the affidavit, he had his penis in one hand and a large uneaten pickle in his other hand and was using the pickle to penetrate his rectum while he was masturbating. And that's the end of the story. That's that's all it is. (laughs) Uh, So, there you go. There's that. You know what? On a serious note, if I may... Have you ever uh, you ever been playing with yourself and kind of uh, James, be very careful with what you say next. Okay. You ever been playing with yourself and then kind of uh, giving yourself a little backdoor action? Oh my God, James. Go on. Uh, well, I'll just say that uh, it's uh, it's something. Ah, I'm just kidding. I've never done that. <laughs> that's that's weird. Let's just uh, just leave it at that. James, let's say someone wants to email you about this certain topic, James. Where, where, where should they email you, James? You just want to read some kinky emails, don't you? I, I mean, I just, I'm trying to help out, James. Where, where should they email you these, these kinky stories, James? Well, that's easy. You can email me at thedangerhour at yahoo.com. That's right. Send me an email about anything. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm the only one that reads it. Maybe I'll show this fucking Fruit Loop. What? What? But uh, besides that, just him and I will read the emails. I won't sell it for beer money. I won't do that. I won't send you any spams. No, not at all. Email me about anything. Hate mail? Fan mail? I don't care. You want to send me a recipe? I'll make it. You want to send me a movie suggestion? I'll watch it. You got a song recommendation? I'll listen to it. You want to send me nude photos of your mother? I'll look at them. As long as they're tastefully done. I'll still look at them. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. All right. And that has been Stranger Danger. All right. Now I think it's a great time to check in with our radio affiliate for a look at the weather. K-G-A-Y. And now for the K-G-A weather report, we go live to meteorologist Dan Drizzles. Ah, it's so dry. And that was your KGA Weather Report brought to you by Dick's Sporting Goods. K-G-A-Y, K-G-A. And now it's time for another edition of Stallone Stands 
alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder, what if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie, as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie? Would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question. When we place Sylvester Stallone in the Ten Commandments, playing Charlton Heston's character of Moses. And here it goes. But I have saved your son, Moses. You're like, it's not my son who will die. It is like the firstborn of Egypt, you know. It is your son, Nefertiri. No, you would not dare strike Pharaoh's son. Aeolite, in the hardness of his heart, Pharaoh has mocked God and brings death to his own son, you know. But he's my son, Moses. He would not harm my son. Aeolite, by myself, I am nothing, you know. It's the power of God which uses me to work his will. You would not let him do this to me. I saved your son. I could not save yours. You know? Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Moses. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. It's been another edition of Stallone stands alone. All right, now let's start closing the show out. A little segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy that. All right, I Fancy That is a segment in which I get to talk about something positive for a change. Aw, I get to end the show on a positive note for once. <laughs> I get to talk about something Nice and sweet and happy. Something that I fancy. Oh, All right, this week, oh boy. So do you remember when I was, was speaking about my wife wanting me to remove those plants in the backyard? And then they built the Great Wall of China because there was a void and they <laughs> felt like we were spying on them. So uh, I still had all the, uh, the roots stuck in the ground. And if you have attempted to take a bush or a small tree out of the ground, then you know, oh, you know how much of a giant fucking pain in the ass it is to get those roots out of the ground, right? You know, using the shovel and the pickaxe and uh, an axe or whatever you got to use, all those things. So uh, I found out about this alternative method, although I'm sure you've heard of, uh, you know, tying a chain to the <laughs> to the roots and then and then a rope or whatever to your truck, and then you just kind of rip it out. You, you drive away and you pull the whole thing out of the ground. Well, in, in this location, that's not, that is not an option for me. It's a very strange area, so uh, there's not many options. But I was able to find an alternative method, and there's something called a farm jack. You ever heard of that? I had never really heard of it. Once I saw it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I've seen those around. If you notice, sometimes Jeeps have them strapped to the side or in the back. 
really long, like a four foot, like a jack looking thing, but it doesn't, doesn't look like a, quite like a normal jack. So here's what you do. I, I kind of made a mistake because I cut the, the fucking stumps too short because I didn't know I was going to do this. If I would have known, I would have left them longer to have something to grip onto. So you get some chain and you wrap it around the, uh, the little trunk in the ground and you put a little hook on the farm jack and the farm jack has a big long arm and you just click and then you put it back up, put it back up and you keep doing it and lifts and lifts and lifts and it fucking yanks the roots out of the ground just by force, by brute force. And uh, it's pretty goddamn wonderful compared to the amount of work you got to put into the old-fashioned way, using the uh, <laughs> the hand tools from a from an 1800s prospector. Hey, uh, hey, Sonny, you like that bush root taken out? Well, uh, it's gonna cost you a few shillings, and uh, a nice, uh, a nice, nice hot dinner and some whiskey. Sorry, there, uh, old prospector, but we don't need you. We got ourselves a farm jack. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was like, what, 60, 70 bucks? I mean, it's not cheap. It might have even been more than that. I think I, I, think I got a, a better one. But uh, anyway, dude, I mean, there's no comparison. I still have like four of those uh, planty bush tree things I got to take out. But, uh, you know, it's still a little difficult because of the location of where I'm doing it. There's a fence kind of right next to it. So if it was like out in the open, it would be super easy. But, but uh, yeah, it's still, a, it's still a challenging task. But with the right equipment, it's a lot fucking easier. So I guess my fancy is not only a, the concept of a farm jack. Uh, oh, you know what you got to do, though? You got to like put a piece of two by four in the ground because this thing... As your pump or like, you know, cranking down on that arm, it just kind of like starts sinking in the ground with the dirt. So, uh, yeah, if I had some kind of a tripod, I think it'd be easier. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, plus, like I said, the space isn't really uh, isn't helping me out. But, you know, basically what I've learned in my older years is use the right tool for the job. Don't be killing yourself trying to make it work, you know, get the right tool. It is so lovely when something needs to be done and you're like, you know what? I got the exact tool for that. You go into your little fancy garage, you pick it up, you walk out there like a real man and you get the shit done easy and efficiently as opposed to some other jerk off. Oh, I can make it work. <laughs> yeah, so um, over the years, I've been... Once in a while, I'll go to the store and be like, you know what? I need to add some more uh, some more weapons to my arsenal. And you'll pick up a few more tools. Like, I'm going to use this someday. And then the day you use it, it's a glorious day. So I fancy a farm jack. I fancy having the right tool for the job. And last but not least, the thing I really fancy is once you do your manly deed, the way the wife looks at you with that little sexy glimmer in her eye, like, God damn it, you sexy fuck. You're going to get it tonight. You know why? Because you deserve it. All those things. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. All right, the fuck you is the opposite of a fancy. Oh, I pulled a fast one on you. 
I'm not going to end the show on a positive note. Not at all. <laughs> all right. The fuck you is when I get to be negative again. I get to bitch and complain about something that really chapped my ass. And this time, I got a couple things. The first one is, you know, this doesn't really make me angry, but uh, I want to say fuck you to Italians. Oh, my God, James. It's 2021. You, you can't say racist things like that, James. First of all, go fuck yourself. I am part Italian. James, just because you have the race inside of you doesn't mean that you can be mean and say mean things about that particular race, James. Well, out of all the things you've had inside of you, I don't give you shit about it. <laughs> That's immature, James. All right. Um, all right. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah. Fucking Italians, right? These grease balls. Oh, my God, James. You know my cousin, Dominic? Who? Told me that his grandfather said about Italians. Them Italians. He's like, yeah, my, gran- my grandfather said that, uh, that they call Italians wops. I'm like, Why? He's like, well, because of the sound the spaghetti makes when you throw it against the wall. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why would you throw spaghetti against the wall? <laughs> and then, okay, it does make that sound. So, uh, all right, I guess. I don't know if that's true, but uh, it's kind of weird. Man, people back in the old days were kind of creative, huh? <laughs> now, here's my thing about the Italians. Like, even though I'm, uh, I'm like a quarter Italian, I believe my grandmother was half seas, but who knows? Nobody knows. But I think it's, I want to say fuck you to the concept of Italians in movies. Isn't it weird? They always romanticize the way the, the Italian mobsters were. And people are like always idolizing them. Like, oh man, they're so cool. Are they? Have you thought about this? How they act and what they do? They're real pieces of shit. They treat their women terribly. They beat the hell out of them. That's not cool. They're, they're usually like sexy, uh, well, not all of them, but uh, you know, the, the, the mobster guys have usually have like sexy Italian women. They smack them around. They treat them like shit. You know, they cheat on them all the time. All right. Okay. Maybe that's kind of cool to cheat on them, I guess. <laughs> there has to be a cool thing. But uh, they're always wearing these fucking shiny suits. Uh, the hairs are always comb real nice. They, they drive fancy cars. That's the cool part. What about all the dumb shit they do? They treat small business owners like shit. People in their community. They go and they fuck them over like, hey, hey, use. Are you going to pay me to protect you? Huh? Shake them down for some money. That's fucked up. You know, these hardworking mom and pop shops. Now they got to pay these assholes so they don't rob them and, and fuck up their business. That's mean. I don't like that. I don't sign off on that. And what about the how they always backstab each other? You know, they always tell, oh, it's all about the family. You know, it's all about the, you know, the, the fucking mob. No one goes against it. And then what do they do? Each one of them in every goddamn movie Every time, backstabs each other, put hits on each other, fucking lies, steals, cheats, has little side gigs going on behind this guy's back, you know? It's all a bunch of... They just are complete fucking douchebags. <laughs> why, why are they idolized so much? They sound like idiots. Hey, hey, come over here. Let me fucking... Let me tell me holler at you for a bit. Let me talk to you. Come over here. Hey, where's the button button? Bing, bing, boom, boom. Shut the fuck. It's, it's ridiculous. I do like watching those movies. <laughs> but I was just thinking of the concept of an Italian. It's just weird. It's weird how so many people are uh, just in love with that whole culture on, the, on TV. The mob, the mob culture. <laughs> They're all fucking pieces of shit. I, I guess I just said it enough. Okay, I... So fuck you to, uh, I don't know, what am, I, what am I saying it to? 
I'll be honest with you. This one I just had in my notes for a long time, but I don't know how to fit it into any one of my stories. So I kind of just threw it in at the end. So fuck you to me for not making it work properly. And fuck you to Italians. <laughs> you know, you uh, really give yourselves a bad name. That's all I'm saying. Uh, all right, next. Jesus. All right, next up. <clears throat> what I, what I want to say fuck you to is, oh boy, this is what I really mean. Fuck you to all these assholes that are like, oh, I look at my card. I got vaccinated. Oh, go fuck yourselves, dude. And, you know, some of these peoples, they got, um, uh, they got their vaccinations when they really shouldn't have. You know, you didn't qualify. You really didn't qualify. What did you do? Did you know somebody? Did you, uh, did you jump the line? Huh? Then you, then you have the audacity to post a photo of yourself with a fucking car. Like, look at me. Here's my gold star. <laughs> you fucking douche. Oh, God. Well, James, it sounds like maybe you're just a little bit jealous because maybe you can't get vaccinated. Uh, as a matter of fact, I got the first one. Mm-hmm. I'm on a two-step plan. James, did you post a photo on the Instagrams? Nope. Nope. Not at all. Because then I would be called a hypocrite. You know, I'm bitching about these people. And if I were to do it, that would not be fair to myself and my values. James, are you waiting to get both of them so that it's fully completed? Then you can brag about it? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't fucking like it. I mean, this whole like status quo. Oh, oh, look at me. I'm better than you now. I even saw someone be like, oh, now my whole family's vaccinated. <laughs> and just the cuntiness dripping off them. I could actually taste it. Was it salty, James? A little bit salty. Yeah. How did you know? I, I've been around, James. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, it was weird. The one when I got it done, it was weird. I went to this place. It was more like a parking structure, and you uh, you park on the top the top level, and then you walk down. Everybody was very nice and friendly, and it felt very culty to me. And then you know everyone's like, "Oh hi, uh, how you doing? Do you have your paper? Do you have your form? Yes, here it is. Okay, go right over here to the that woman right there." And I walk over there. Hi, how are you? <laughs> okay. So, go ahead and come right here. Oh, hi, what's your name? Oh, so-and-so. Oh, here you are. Okay, just go right over there. And I'm like, why is everyone being so nice? And then I walk into the little uh, covered uh, parking structure thing. And then there's a fucking, there's music playing. And I look to my left, and there's a guy on a piano and another guy with a violin. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Setting the mood. Uh, I figure... That they're just trying to get, make it a really nice, pleasant experience so that more people would want to come back and then word of mouth. Oh, it's great. It's so lovely. It's nice. You should go and do it. Oh, it's in and out in no time. And the music is so peaceful. <laughs> I was in and out like in 20 minutes with including that 15-minute waiting bullshit. They don't even check. You can just fucking sit down. Okay, I'm good and take off. Once I sat down, I kind of thought like, am I feeling something? Is, is, is it, am I getting tingles somewhere? I think it's all in my head, but, uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, I didn't, I didn't run to the fucking Instagrams, like, oh, look what, look what I did, go fuck yourselves, all right, I, and I really mean that, you, yeah, you, I know, I know you did it, yeah, I'm talking to you, don't look around, you, stop it, all right, don't be that person, okay, don't be that fucking douche, <sighs> fuck you, All right, so there's one last thing I wanted to hit on before I end the show. Um, sadly, 
within this last week, my father-in-law passed away. It was, uh, I mean, it wasn't out of nowhere for the last handful of years. He's had episodes here and there, but always pulled through every time. And even kind of like turned into a joke. Like, dude, this guy's, he's going to outlast all of us. He's too damn stubborn. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to share a couple stories. Um, so after me and the wife started to to go out and stuff, uh, she invited me over to her house. I showed up, and it's in Chino Hills. She's like, oh, just come over, and um, here's the gate code. I'm like, the gate code? <laughs> okay. Now, I'm from, a, I'm from a very humble upbringings. So when I heard gate code, I'm like, holy shit. Where, where, where are we going here? What's happening? <laughs> I don't think I feel comfortable. I feel out of place. And so I show up, I put in the gate code, and it's like, oh, the gate's open. I drive in. It's like, dude, what the hell? These mini mansions and shit. And then uh, I pull up to the house, and uh, I walk in, and it's like, wow, this is a big, nice house, and this and that. And then I meet her dad. And uh, this guy was intimidating as fuck from the beginning. <laughs> He's like a no-nonsense kind of guy, but also like a, like a really, really nice, sweet guy. Um, but he looked intimidating as fuck. He was dressed real, uh, real slick looking. His hair was done, kind of pulled back. I think he had a leather jacket on. He drove an S 500 Mercedes and, uh, just like look, looked intimidating, like, oh shit. And so, you know, of course I'm very respectful always. Um, but I noticed right away, like this guy is a character and you know, over the years, uh, he was, <laughs> He he is the biggest character I've ever met in my life. I I don't know anyone else like Joe, anybody. He is a he's a no nonsense, give it to you straight, no bullshit, fucking hard ass, but also very loving, caring. Um, will do goddamn anything for his family, but will not hesitate to tell them how it is and to give them shit, <laughs> uh, which I I I respect. I, I kind of run the same kind of racket here, but, um, but also the most generous person I've ever known in my life has done so much for so many people, but won't be taken advantage of, you know, but very, very, very generous. Um, so anyway, all I knew about him when I first went out with my wife is what she told me that he was a, he's a retired cop. I'm like, Oh shit, he's a cop. Here we go. <laughs> and and that he owns a bunch of apartment buildings and he owns a bunch of strip clubs. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so uh, he became a cop and then he invested some money in, in some property with, like, I think, with his brother. And then once he left the police force, he just did all the this, this stuff. And he was a hustler, man. Like he just worked on these apartments himself, you know, saved a bunch of money that way. Just knew how to fix all kinds of shit. Knew how to work on everything. And uh, just built up his empire. And this guy is a fucking multimillionaire. Came from nowhere, dude. He came from uh, he came from Lincoln Heights. He saw that the police force was hiring and thought, this is my way out. And he went there and just fucking did not give up. He was the first one there in line and put in the hours and the time. They could tell he was serious. And he got the shit done. Never fucking give up. Never took no for an answer the whole deal. So uh, literal from rag to riches kind of story. But, so what I knew is, okay, ex-cop, all right, what, he's in strip clubs? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that say about him? But uh, big-time character, like I said. So, one day, 
um, he fucking he t- like after I've been with uh, I've been with Nat for like a year and a half I think he uh, got rid of the S five hundred and he got a convertible and he tells me one day hey hi James uh you want to come with me you want to go for a ride I'm like uh and I really didn't I did not want to go <laughs> at all because I said he was intimidating and it's like uh and he goes come on like come come with me he's like I, I want to I need to make some stop or to yeah I got to make some stops in uh, in L A uh, come with me come come for a drive it's like okay and then I told the wife I'm like I think your dad wants to kind of spend more time with me and get to know me better. She's like, well, you should go. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so he picks me up and we're driving on the freeway. And then I'm starting to ask some questions about being a cop and trying to just, just try my best to uh, keep the thing going and stuff. But then I realized like this guy's just making little stops all over the place. Like the first thing he gets out the freeway, Hey, you want some fruit? I'm like, uh, I'm okay. No, 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 no. You're going to have some fruit. I know this guy. He's got great fruit. Watch, watch. It's Oh, it's delicious. So he drives to like this specific Mexican guy on a fruit stand, like off the freeway somewhere, like off the off ramp. And he stops and he, he orders whatever he tells him in Spanish. Blah, 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 blah. And then he gets the fruit. He's like, hey, here, taste this. He's like, you're, you're, oh, you're going to love it. And I taste it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very good. And so then we get the, back in the car and we're just driving around. And he's like, like pointing out little things here and there in the city. And he knows every fucking street because he was a he was a cop out there patrolling the streets and he has property he knows every damn street everywhere like, oh yeah I don't need no Thomas Scott I know every street there is and so he's like oh this place over here we gotta, we're, we're gonna stop over here we go to this like other Mexican uh, grocery store place like oh they got good tacos here we walk in like everywhere we were stopping he would just go in and get one little thing and try it out like taste it like oh try this try this and uh, just kind of showing me all the stops then he takes me to a strip club <laughs> a strip club in LA I think it's called it was called Silver Rain uh, I don't know if he's still, I don't know if it's still around or whatever, but we just stopped there so he could pick up some money. They weren't even open yet, but, uh, it was early. And so we stop in, he picks up some money. He's bullshitting with some guy. And I'm like, dude, who the fuck is this guy? Like everywhere we went, just like everybody seemed to like him, but also everyone seemed to be kind of afraid of him. <laughs> we're still going around and then all of a sudden it's, it's, we're driving, we've been driving all fucking day or for the last few hours and now it's dark. We've driven all over the, all over LA going here and there. And then he starts putting on this music and he has the top down of the car. Now let's look, this is the song he's playing and he's fucking blasting it. And when I say blasting it, I mean blasting it. And I realize that we are in South central LA. All right. Check this out. This is the song he puts on loud as fuck. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to put it up to the microphone real quick. I'm going to fast forward a bit. So picture, <laughs> picture a convertible, that song blasting and us driving to the fucking bad streets of South Central LA. So we're going to one of his uh, properties that he owns He's got, and it has like a bunch of apartments on it. He's like, oh, I got I to gotta make a stop over here. I'm like, okay. And uh, he's, he's blasting. I, say, yeah, I, I, I like the song a lot. I've been listening to it a lot over and over again. It's like, it's pretty, it's pretty good. And he was a big music guy. Always listened to all kinds of shit all the time. And uh, my wife says growing up, like he just had music blasting in the living room all the time as a childhood, uh, her child, through her whole childhood. So at this point, it's iced tea, New Jack Hustler. <laughs> so here we come, man. We're... He's blasting and we're going down these fucking, the hood. We're in the hood. 61st in Vermont, if you know the area. So he pulls up in this driveway fucking aggressively. 
and he's got his lights shining on the property and there's a handful of fucking big black dudes standing outside like who the fuck is this guy right like that's the way they kind of their body motion or their body language is and meanwhile the music's still blasting he fucking jumps out of the car he pops the trunk and he pulls out a fucking gun and i'm like oh my god and he's like and he goes hey he's like who the fuck are you get out of here this is my property what are you doing here you don't live here you don't i don't know you i don't know you and he's yelling at all these dudes he's like get the fuck out of here. and they just start scattering i'm like holy shit dude what what is going on who is this guy and so i'm see he leaves me in the car and he just like takes off i'm like uh, okay <laughs> do i stay here like <laughs> what do i do and i think i think i took the keys out of the car and i just got out it's like, well, I'm not going to just wait here. <laughs> I'm going to go follow him. He's the one with the uh, he's the one with the protection. And then a part of me was like, what if they start shooting at him? Then you're going to be behind him? It's like, oh, it, was a, it, was a, it wasn't a well-thought-out plan. So I start walking. It's black. I can't see shit. There's no lights on over here. And there's like two rows of apartment, like little bungalows. And I don't know where he went. And I'm going down one dark section. And... uh. I'm trying to like see him. I can hear him yelling and cussing at people. And then this, this door opens up and this, this big black chick walks out. She goes, she's like, what the fuck is going on out here? And I go, oh, hey. And uh, she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I'm with Joe. She goes, Joe Diaz? Oh, shit. And she runs right back in her house and slams the door. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so uh, he wraps up what he's doing. He's like, all right, let's go. Come on. We take off, we get back in the car, or he puts it back in the trunk. We go back in the car, he starts it. <laughs> we back up and just keep driving through South Central with this fucking song blasting. And I was like, what was that about? And he's like, oh man, he's like, I got to clean these places up, man. There's, there's too many, too many fuckers. They're coming around and, and, and they're intimidating my, my, uh, my tenants and and they're they're doing drugs in my carport and and their prostitution this night he's like oh they're they're fucking idiots I, I, I gotta clean them up. i gotta get out of here i gotta get them out of here i was like all right but we stopped like a couple a couple of his properties uh that day and uh yeah you had some in like compton south central fucking uh all different parts of la fucking nuts man like the guy just did all this shit himself but this is what i was like dealing with like <laughs> it's like oh here we go that's joe i like i like that story it makes me laugh um it's pretty fucking out there but that was him man like just old school don't take no shit will take charge handle his own shit never afraid of work the dude was always on his phone people were calling him 24 7 and he'd always answer it like he'd always tell me james james your phone is your lifeline okay your phone is your lifeline He's like, always answer your phone all the time. He's like, uh, a, call you, a call you don't take is money you lose. Or that kind of shit. All the time. But uh, yeah, hard ass, hard worker, hustler. Fucking like the song says, big time hustler, man. Till the end. Always had his hands in all kinds of different fucking cookie jars. Like we're talking strip clubs. We're talking uh, apartment buildings. He had his own fucking, <laughs> he got involved with some partners in an escort service in Vegas. He had fucking weed dispensaries. He was, he was all, he was, he diversified himself. Uh, but always there for his family. I'll tell you what, man, always there for my kids. Always demanded to see them. Anytime we needed a babysitter, he was there. 
you know him and the and him and his and uh, his wife, the grandparents, uh, spoil the fuck out of my kids, which a lot of times is bad, but in the end, you know, you can't hate on that at all. Uh, helped us out a whole fuckload, big time. Was always helping me and the wife. So, um, you know, that's fucking Joe, man. The most generous fucking character I've ever known in my life. And uh, he's going to be missed by a lot of people. So I just wanted to give a, I don't know, a little bit of tribute and then uh, play this song for him at the end. Um, but yeah, he leaves a hell of a legacy. He's got a big family. She's one of five and there's a bunch of kids. So whenever the uh, we were at the house uh, a couple days ago and just fuckload of people just all gathering and you know, you sit back and it's like, look at this. Like, this is, this is what he, like, he always wanted to be around people. And he made, he made this big group of people and everybody's cool as fuck. And, uh, maybe I, maybe I should have had more than two kids. <laughs> it sucks like when you're young, but when you're, when you're all grown up and you have that many people around, it's pretty cool. And, uh, I don't know. He, he orchestrated that whole thing. That's what he wanted. Um, so his legacy is there. I mean, all the businesses and all that stuff are all there. The money he made, but the legacy is, uh, this, this big group of, they're all, they're all great people too. So, uh, I'm, I'm glad to call them my family and, uh, and fucking Joe, crazy fucking Joe. You will be missed, man. So this one is for you fucking hustler. Word, I pull the trigger long, grip my teeth, spray to every nigga's gone. Got my block sewn on my dope spots. Last thing I sweat, so suck a punk cop. Move like a king when I roll hop. You try to flex, bang, another bang. nigga drop. You gotta deal with this, cause in the way out. Why? Cash money ain't never gonna play out. I got nothing to lose, much to gain. In my brain, I gotta capitalize my grain. I gotta get paid tonight. You motherfucking right, taking my grip. Check my bitch, keep my game tight. So many hoes on my jock, think I'm a movie star. 19, I got a $50,000 car. Go to school, I ain't going for it. Kiss my ass, bust the cap on the Moet. Cause I don't wanna hear that crap. I'd rather be a new jack hustler. Hustler. Yo, man, you know what I'm saying? You got it going on, my man. I like how it's going down. You got the flat floor, the girls, the jewels. Look at that ring right there. I know it's real. It's got to be real. Man, you the flyest nigga I've seen in my life. Yo, man, I just want to roll with you, man. How can I be damned? What's up? You say you want to be down east. Back, a motherfucker get beat down out my face. Fool, I'm the illest, bulletproof. I die harder than Bruce Willis. Got my crew in effect, I bought a new Jag. So much cash, gotta keep it in hefty bags. All I think about is cheese and cheese. Imagine that, me working at Mickey D's. That's a joke, cause I'm never gonna be broke. When I die, I'll be bullets and gun smoke. You don't like my lifestyle, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm rolling with the new Jack crew. And I'm a hustler. H-U-S-T-L-E-R, hustler. New Jack, New Jack, New Jack, hustler. New 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 Jack, hustler. New Jack, New Jack, New Jack, hustler. New 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 Jack, hustler. New Jack. 
you better break north as I strive, my gold chains glide back and forth. I care nothing about you, and that's evident. All I love is my dope and dead president. Sound crazy? Well, it isn't. The ends justify the means. That's the system. I learned that in school, then I dropped out. Hit the street, checked the grip, and now I got clout. I had nothing, and I wanted it. You had everything, and you flaunted it. Turned the needy into the greedy. With cocaine, my success came speedy. Got me twisted, jamming to a paradox. Every dollar I get, another brother drops. Maybe that's the plan, and I don't understand. Goddamn, you got me sinking in quicksand. But since I don't know, and I ain't never learned, I gotta get paid. I got money to earn with my posse out on the app. Bump my sound, crack a 40 and laugh. Cool out and watch my new bins clean. Is this a nightmare or the American dream? So think twice if you're coming down my block. You wanna journey through hell? Well, shit gets hot. Pregnant teens, children scream. Life is weighed on the skills of a triple beam. You don't come here much and you better not wrong move. Bang! Ambulance cop, I gotta get more money than you got. So what if some motherfucker gets shot? That's how the game is played. Another brother slain the wound is deep. But they giving us a band-aid. My education's slow, but I got long go. I'm raised like a pit bull. My heart pumps nitro. Sleep on silk, lie like a politician. My ooze is my best friend. Cold as a mortician. Lock me up to genocidal catastrophe. There'll be another one after me, a hustle.